Hi, I'm Jason Pritchard, and welcome to the EVTOL Insights Podcast, a brilliant show featuring guests from companies in the EVTOL aircraft and urban air mobility markets. Throughout each episode, we'll be finding out about their exciting projects, which will help revolutionise the way we travel in future and get their insights into the current state of the industry. In this episode, I'm joined by Alex Woodhead, director at Strative Group. Alex has been a headhunter in the global technology market for over 10 years with over eight years focused on aerospace technologies. He is co-owner of Strative Group, an award-winning international staffing business who are on the global leader in EV toll, aircraft electrification and UAV recruitment. Alex and his team have been responsible for growing the teams of a number of the leading electric aircraft and EV toll developers, as well as high-profile leadership roles within this space. Supporting the leaders, influencers and disruptors, he is proud to play a part in the movement towards a greener future through electrification and decarbonisation. Alex, thank you so much for joining me on the EVTOL Insights podcast. Hi Jason, thanks for the introduction. Thanks for having me on the podcast as well. Certainly flattered to be among some pretty impressive company, lots of the previous guests. <laughs> no, no worries, Alex. Well, it's great to have you on board as well. And certainly from an Evitor Insights perspective, we know um, just how incredible the amount of work that you and the team have done at Strative Group. So I don't know whether you wanted to start off by telling our audience a bit more about the company and its background and how you went, entered this future mobility market. As a company, we're, we're just over three years old. I personally operated in aerospace for a long time. The first year or so of the company, we were heavily vested in, in aerospace as a whole. Did bits of eVTOL, one of our key customers we were working very closely with. COVID hit through the whole aerospace industry on its head. And we had to kind of look at strategies and what we were going to do. So at that point, it's always kind of been a passion of ours to be as green as possible and to be, I suppose, as environmentally conscious as possible. So at that point, we thought, right, let's go all in in future technologies. Let's go all in on uh, eVTOL, aircraft electrification and, uh, and drones for good. We are currently sitting on around 75 heads. So we've grown super quick, as I say, operating internationally, but headquartered in the UK with offices in Leeds, Manchester and London. Great. Thanks ever so much for that, Alex. I just wanted to sort of ask, especially with how successful Strative Group has been over the last three years, what excites you about the EVTOL aircraft market, especially as you're involved in it on a day-to-day basis and working with some big clients as well? Anything in particular that you have seen that excites you and why? Yes. I mean, first of all, just the the, the sheer idea of, of having flying taxis flying around our cities is absolutely insane. Anyone I speak to about kind of what, what, what I do for work when I speak to my children. Every time I tell anyone that I work with flying taxis, they, they just can't believe what I'm saying. Yeah, I think as a whole, the aerospace industry was getting quite, it wasn't innovating very much. It wasn't the most exciting taxi industry. And especially as a headhunter, it was getting quite tough. We were losing people to other in other industries like electric cars, for example. But there's been such a change uh, and eVTOLs really led that change. There's been such a change in innovation in companies that you know, historically to develop an aircraft, you had to be a huge corporate. It was heavily monopolized between a couple of businesses. So costly that the development life cycles were, you know, so long. Uh, it's been absolutely amazing to see companies come out of nowhere and just be able to develop and build their own aircraft with a totally new way of doing things and a new way of working, new way of running businesses. It's been, uh, it's been super exciting. Excellent stuff. Well, um, long may that continue as well, Alex. Just wanted to um, talk a bit more. You mentioned at the start with COVID-19 completely um, had a big impact on 
commercial aviation, not so much with EV tolls, with all the developments that's been happening. But are you able to tell our audience a bit more about what Strative Group have been doing to help and support the individuals or the companies looking to increase their workforce? So I understand it's been a busy three years, but also quite a busy 12 months too. Yeah, you could say that. Look, COVID was horrendous for everyone involved, my family especially. But as weird as it sounds, for the EV toll industry, it, it, it couldn't have been better, in my perspective anyway. Early days of EV tolls, they weren't taken very seriously. Lots of people that were in these big corporates, you know, the, the, the Airbus is the world. The amount of times we tried to headhunt those guys and say, look, guys, do you want to work on this flying taxi? It was very much, no, that I'll never work. I'm in a safe job. Life's good. I'm just going to stay here. What COVID did on one aspect was really put a shock in the system of all these big conventional corporate companies. And what it meant is they saw the rise of all these EV toll companies and they saw that these these risky companies were almost at a calculated risk now. They saw how well these companies were doing. What COVID did to the industry was it actually, it somehow gave it more credibility and it somehow meant that people that historically wouldn't have wanted to make the jump, they were prepared to make the jump just because of all the uncertainty that was going on. Uh, Also, a huge thing with COVID, right, is remote working and flexible working in in historic aerospace companies was literally not a thing we used to beg our clients to do this like the biggest issue and the biggest hurdle with any recruitment process is relocation always is what happened in covid was it meant people opened their eyes a little bit uh, especially these new startup companies that didn't have employ thousands of people and have you know processes in place it meant that these businesses could hire people that weren't necessarily on the doorstep it meant they could have remote workers it meant there was a lot more international mobility like we've literally relocated people all over the world would that have happened if it wasn't for covid i don't know it's hard to say but what happened after covid was, was crazy this new way of working this new way of flexible working remote working it's 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 had a huge positive effect on the industry and being able to get the right talent in the right places that's really interesting alex thank you ever so much for sharing that definitely i can agree with the attitudes in terms of how we work and it's interesting to see in a way if had covid not happened that what the industry would be like now and it's interesting you say with the attitudes when you were starting to headhunt people at the start and they thought that oh this air taxi business or EV tolls is a bit of a pipe dream never going to happen but are you finding that now sort of two three years on the attitudes have changed and that in fact people are now seeing the potential of this space and want to be a part of it a thousand percent you, you can't you can't say this is the hundred percent the case across every individual within within the aerospace industry but it's actually now, on the whole, it's more exciting and of more interest for individuals to be working for these EV toll and electrification companies. The actual companies that are going to struggle, and this is a conversation I'm having at the moment, we do still work with some conventional aircraft manufacturers. One of the conversations I'm having is, right, guys, how are we going to make sure that you are a compelling enough proposition coming up against the likes of all these EV toll companies that are, that are doing crazy things like you guys, yes, you're making an awesome aircraft. You are. It's brilliant, but it's not new. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. It's actually, in my perspective, the ball is in the EV toll court, and it's actually getting harder and harder for the conventional aircraft manufacturers to attract talent and retain it as well. Talking about recruitment as well, um, trying to identify an outstanding talent for this new industry, it, it sounds certainly like a mammoth task, but are you able to share with our audience some insight on the status of recruitment? I know there's a few uh, studies that have seen about how many 
pilots we need to identify for these future air taxis or certainly the amount of engineers with building the aircraft as well i don't know whether you had any sort of top three sort of trends or anything that you're seeing in the industry when it comes to recruitment um, that you would like to share if possible all skills are in short supply at the moment i start you know i'm not telling any anyone anything they don't already know most dv tolls or electric aircraft or you know future aerospace companies they're, they're, they're all in r d phase they're all in development phase the build of the aircraft, yes, it's an issue, but it's not the biggest issue. We need to get these things working and certified first. Pilots as well. With most of my clients, they're not even thinking about pilots or the manufacturing as well. They're starting to build out the teams, but it's kind of secondary. The most important thing is getting these aircraft developed, getting enough energy in the batteries, being able to store that energy and being able to basically make sure you've got vertical lift and long flight. I mean, in terms of trends, look, the companies that are doing the best with recruitment are the companies that are quick that are flexible, that can adapt very, very quickly. Companies that can be flexible, things like remote working, I kind of touched on that before, but honestly, with some roles, if clients can allow, I might be uncomfortable to start with, but they can allow a percentage of remote working. Honestly, it makes a huge difference. It's never a challenge getting people interested in cool, amazing companies and the packages are great and the roles are great and all these bits and bobs, but the fact of the matter is the hardest thing is always getting someone to relocate with their family. It's tough. So in terms of trends, companies that have, a high level of flexibility and can adapt to a situation. Those are the companies that are getting great people. There was one company I know well, um, I wasn't working with them at the time, but you know, w- one of the supersonic aircraft manufacturers closed its doors and we found out on the Thursday, all of that company found out on the Friday. By Monday, there was an EV toll company that had already hired like 15 people. It's insane. If you want to stay ahead of the game and you want to have the best talent, you have to go the extra mile and be prepared to kind of live outside of strict processes a little bit, if that makes sense. No, no, perfect. No, thanks so much for that, Alex. It's really good to, to get those examples too. The, the international mobility thing is, is huge at the moment. And it's really funny, right? You've got kind of, obviously there's EVTOL developers in, uh, in, in APAC, but um, majority is in Europe and in the US. The US has a phenomenal talent pool. It's huge. There's so many, so many amazing companies there and so many amazing engineers. The problem the US has though, they can't, it's very, very hard to get anyone into the country that's not a US citizen. The visa process is very hard. So although they have a bigger talent pool in the US, they can't get talent from elsewhere. With Europe, what's happened in the UK, especially recently, but Europe as a whole, Europe has, has, has made it a lot easier for people to get visas. So if you look at Europe, for example, yes, there's some brilliant engineers in Europe, which there really is. But what's happening is there is a lot of people relocating from the likes of Brazil, the likes of America. There was obviously a lot from Japan with the demise of Mitsubishi. So it's really funny. It's positives and negatives. But I think the US, although it's not a, you know, it's, it's up to the government what they do, but if they could somehow make the, the visa process easier, um, there's so many engineers that want to relocate to the US, they just can't do it. So uh, I think that, you know, in a way, it's a bit of a curse for the US-based EVTOL companies. But, you know, if they can get that nailed somehow, that would that would help them massively. Just sort of as Strativ Group as a whole, we mentioned you were set up about three years ago as well. Is, is there any sort of highlights that stand out to you that, that you might be able to share that really just goes to show how lucrative this industry is and just how much demand there is as well i don't know whether you had any examples that you could share that just shows how how important recruitment is in an industry like this yeah so i mean so we work you know we work in a number of really specialized industries that are all focused around high growth high capital annual growth rates loads of investment in technology and all these bits and bobs so stuff like cybersecurity, huge markets uh life sciences huge markets as a business, our biggest revenue stream is an EV toll, which is crazy when you think about the actual size of EV toll compared to other parts of the uh, other industries. In terms of stuff we've done, look, I, you know, 
recruitment's one of those things I can talk about some clients and, and some I can't. We're, we're quite public with some of our relationships because our clients allow that. So Vertical Aerospace are a big customer of ours. They're actually our first customer in eVTOL. I suppose a highlight for them is I, I remember going to meet the guys on site when they just had their, their proof of concept. There was about 30 engineers in the business. Fast forward now, we've been responsible for all of their recruitment and hiring. So we've recruited across the board for that business. Fast forward now, their aircraft, like you compare that to the proof of concepts, like it's absolutely phenomenal. They've got some of the best engineers in the world. They're close to 300 heads. They've done their SPAT merger. We work slightly differently to most recruitment companies. So we we work often as part of that business. So we have a huge sense of pride when we see these companies succeed. Like it, it, it feels amazing. It feels amazing to know that you know, a lot of these guys that have relocated from all over the world and are in these companies making a huge impact, you know, that, that wouldn't have happened without us. That's probably one of the biggest, biggest pros and biggest benefits. And then ultimately, you know, if when I see these things flying around in the sky, just to know that, you know, we've played a small part in, in allowing this to happen will be, you know, it'll, it'll give us a huge sense of pride, to be honest. Great stuff, Alex. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. And um, you know, credit to you and the rest of the Strative Group team because, as we know, Vertical being one of the biggest of the companies in, in this space sort of with the SPAT merger, as you mentioned, and work on their VX4 aircraft too. Um, so thank you once again for that. I didn't know whether you wanted to share with us a bit more about what 2022 has in store for, for Strative. Uh, it's fair to say, as I said, the last couple of years have been really busy, but I can imagine 2022 will be very much exactly the same, if not more busier. I talked to our clients and obviously their growth is just insane. But in terms of, in terms of you know, a lot of recruitment staff in business, I'm super proud of, of, of where we've got to. We're planning on hiring 100 people this year. So doubling, more than doubling our headcounts, that'll take us up to close to 180 heads. We've got sites in Leeds, Manchester and London. We're in the process of setting up an, uh, offices in the US. So we'll have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast and Central. We're also looking at setting offers up in APAC as well. So uh, crazy as it sounds, we we have to grow in line with our customers um, just because there's just so much demand. Uh, it, it, it's crazy, and we we just got we've got to keep up basically. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's huge growth. I mean, client client wise, you know, hopefully most of the listeners to this podcast will know who we are, and we probably work with them or have worked with them. So client wise, but you know, we're in a we're in a brilliant position. We've we, you know we've got our clients. We just need to help them get to the next level and help them hire amazing people, help them with innovating our service offerings. There's a lot of stuff we do behind the scenes that is a lot more than just recruitment. So, you know, we help companies with market mapping insights, salary benchmarking, what, what their proposition looks like. Uh, we're looking at, uh, at supporting our clients with employer branding as well. Retention. Retention is going to be a huge, huge issue for a lot of these EVTOL companies soon. Uh, engineers, they'll join a company right at the early stages, the embryonic stages, super exciting projects there's kind of a bit of a cycle where around three, four years, you know, everyone's going to start to think, oh, well, you know, this is great, but you know, what's next? Uh, I'm ready for the next project, or maybe we're getting a little bit big and a bit corporate. So there's going to be a real challenge that's going to happen with all these EV toll companies, which is going to be, how do we retain all this staff, especially when everyone else is knocking on the door for the same people, salaries are skyrocketing. So again, it's, it's being able to support our customers in, in every way possible in order to help them build their teams through headcount growth, but also retention as well. Really exciting stuff, Alex, especially with the idea with over in, in the US and also the APOC region as well. With the US, like we work like heavily in the US. It's a huge portion of our business. And, you know, in many ways, we, it doesn't matter where we're based. It, it really doesn't. So most of our, when we open offices up in new locations, it's actually not so that we can do our job or it's also not so we can increase our client base. It's for talent. So 
we we only hire the best in the industry so ultimately you you reach critical mass in certain locations so that's when we go to new cities so it doesn't affect our service or our client offering but it's more we need the best people in the world to find the best people in the world so we have an international solution on that front perfect well wishing you all the very best with that as well alex if there are any new companies for example what would be the best way to contact strative group reach out to me on linkedin by all means uh it's obviously the names alex woodhead should be fairly easy to find i hope uh yeah reach reach out to me on linkedin um obviously clients candidates if there's an interest in a new opportunity or anything like that you know reach out to us happy to chat to anyone so yeah just reach out to me on there Perfect. No, thanks, Alex. And then just finally, I didn't know whether you wanted to use use this uh, just as a final thoughts, really. Is there anything that you feel that you haven't mentioned in our conversation now about recruitment, about the industry, about Strative Group that you feel would be of, of use for our audience just before we finish the conversation? Funding is key, but now we're in a position where there's a lot of companies, between five and ten, probably five, um, they're in a really good position with funding. They've got great concepts. Really, what's going to make the difference right now is is the people in the business, the people that are driving these designs forward, the people that are developing these aircraft. So uh, I suppose my my message to the industry is the people are the most important thing, like either look after the people you have in the business, go the extra mile for them, look at different methods of flexibility, ways you can keep keep the team happy, ways you can motivate them. And also with recruitment, you know, be flexible, think outside the box. Sometimes you have to do some weird and wonderful things with solutions, especially with international relocation. You know, it's not straightforward. So I would just say my message would be put the people in the business at the forefront above everything else. Great. Some great final words, as always, Alex, as well. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. No worries. Thanks for the podcast, Jason, and keep up the great work of Evital Insights as well. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to be featured in one of our podcasts, or there's something you feel we should be talking about, then please send me an email at editorial at evtolinsights.com. We'll be back soon with another episode, so look out for it on whichever podcast platform you use. Goodbye.